All right, guys. So the last two weeks, we have been talking to you guys about being God's beloved. And what we define beloved as meaning is that you're not just loved, but you're loved very, 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 very much. It's not just a simple, I love you. It's a, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And when we say that you are God's beloved, that is what he is saying to you is that he loves you, he loves you, he loves you, he loves you. It's not a simple, I love you, and then after a hundred years, he says, I love you again. Uh, we all know those kind of people in our life who are our friends. We say, like, I love you or whatever, and then a few years later, like, I love you. But really, this kind of love is an every single day continuous faithful love. A love that actually goes far beyond your life and far before your life. Before you were even, before you could even know who you were. Before your conscious became a conscious, right? Before you came into what we would call existence, God loved you. And long after you die, God is going to love you. This is a kind of love that is so different than the kind of love that we can even imagine. But we've been trying to taste it over the last few weeks. We've been talking about it over the last few weeks. And the problem that we face is that we live in a world that is screaming at us and telling us over and over again that we are unlovable. And over and over again, you're asking yourself every single day, am I loved? That's what every child is asking their parents. Am I loved? That's what you are asking God with your whole life is, am I loved? And you see, God knows everything about you. He knows the good. He knows the bad. He knows your secrets. He knows every single detail. He knows what you're going through. He knows your pain. He knows your hurt. He knows your struggles. He knows what you say to yourself in your own mind. Some of you, have big voices screaming in your ears, screaming accusations at you, saying, don't you see, if anyone saw this, if anyone knew what you truly were, then you could never be loved. And God says, no way. I love them as they are. The good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the not so great. He loves you completely. And he looks at you and with his word and with his life, he says, I love you. And you say to him, prove it, show me. And he says to you, look at my son, Jesus. If you wanna know the truth, you need to look to Jesus. If you wanna know the key, the secret sauce, For the rest of your life, I'm going to tell it right to you right now. Jesus loves you. There's no greater love than this, than for one to lay down his life for his friends. Scripture. What does Jesus do for you? He lays down his life for you. There is no greater love than this, than for one to lay down his life for his friends. Jesus nailed to the cross and died to the cross, not because of his sin, he was sinless, but because of your sin, because of your brokenness, because of your fallenness, because of the things you've said you've done, 
and because of the things other people have said and done, even to you, Jesus dies for everyone who comes to him. Jesus dies for all who come to him. I want to tell you guys a story, okay? One story tonight, and then we're done. I want to tell you this story. This story is called The Ragman, okay? This is a rendition of the story by Walter Wangerin um, in 1984. He wrote this story, and I'm going to just give you a little rendition, a, a summation. All right, so listen closely. There was once a young man. He was healthy. He was tall. He was strong. He was smart. And he would walk through the town with a cart. The man would yell, rags, rags. Clean and new rags. New rags for old rags. His cart was full of clean, immaculate, and beautiful rags without a splotch or a piece of dirt, completely clean. And he was trading these rags for dirty rags. He was a ragman. So the ragman was walking with his cart through the town, and he saw a woman crying on the front porch of a run-down house. Windows were broken the deck on the front porch was ripped up. If you walked on it barefoot, you would have gotten splinters. She was sobbing like one who was full of grief and sorrow. She was sobbing like one who had lost all hope. Her head was down in her lap. She had a soaked, dirty handkerchief pressed against her eyes. The ragman walked up to her. He said to her, give me your rag and I will give you mine. He said this softly. He took her handkerchief and gave her a clean and new handkerchief. And then the most magical and mystical thing happened. He looked into her eyes and wiped away her tears and said, you are loved. And then he left. But the ragman held onto her handkerchief and he took the handkerchief and pressed them to his eyes. And he began to sob and cry. While the woman on the porch in front of the rundown house, she had no more tears and no more grief. The ragman, instead of yelling and shouting out, he cried out, rags, rags, new rags for old rags. As tears running down his face, the ragman walked to a street corner where there was a little girl, maybe two or three years old, who was injured. She was crying, and she had a bandage soaked with blood wrapped around her head. He said to her, give me your rag and I will give you mine. She cried and told him how bad her head hurts. And he slowly unwrapped the bandage around her head and then he began to wrap it around his own. He gave her a beautiful bow to wear in her hair. And in that moment, the most magical and mystical thing happened. 
her wound disappeared and his head began to bleed. And he said to her, you are loved. And then he left. The ragman cried out again, rags, rags, new rags for old rags. And the ragman approached a man leaning against a light pole. The man was wearing a jacket with one of the sleeves tucked in to the pocket. The man had only one arm. The ragman said to him, give me your jacket and I will give you mine. The man realizing that the ragman's jacket was much nicer than his own, agreed to the trade. When the man placed the ragman's jacket on, he no longer had one arm, but two. And the ragman only had one arm. And so he tucked his sleeve into his jacket pocket. And then the most magical thing happened. He said to the man leaning against the light pole, you are loved. And then he left. The ragman cried out again, rags, rags, new rags for old rags. And the ragman came to a street corner in the town where a drunk and sick man was passed out under a blanket, completely helpless. The ragman approached him, took his blanket, and said to him, you are loved. And he left behind new clothes and a new blanket for that man. As the ragman wrapped himself in the blanket, he became drunk. He became sick. He became ill. And the ragman stumbled. And the ragman bled. And the ragman cried. And at the end of the day, the ragman arrived at the local dump. And he was tired. And as the sun was setting, as night began to uh, rain over the light, darkness surrounded the dump, and he laid down his head and died. Three days later, the ragman came back to life. All the rags were made clean and new. And he walked with the cart again, shouting, rags, rags, new rags for old rags. And the only reason why I can tell you this story tonight is because I myself know this ragman. I know him. He came to me, and you know what he said to me? He said, give me your rags, and I will give you mine. He took my broken heart. He took my grief and my sorrow. He took my pain and he took my anguished soul, my depression and hopelessness, and he wrapped himself in it. And he wrapped me in his love. And he said to me, I love you. With those three words, with those three words, I have been healed. He has made me new with those three words. And the ragman that I am talking about, that this story is essentially alluding to, is Jesus. This is the story of Jesus. A man with clean rags. A story about us 
with dirty rags, with wounded hearts, with broken families, with hatred, with grief, with pain and sorrow, with hatred towards ourselves and hatred towards others. And Jesus says, give me all that and I will give you my rags. I will give you my life. Tonight, Jesus approaches you and he says, give me your rags and I will give you mine. Tonight, he approaches you and he says, I love you. Do you know you are God's beloved? Do you hear that? We've been talking about this for three weeks. And I know some of you guys are sitting here and you've heard this and you're like, okay, I, I know, I hear that I am God's beloved. I want this. And you're like, tell me, what do I need to do? And I'm going to tell you, you don't do anything. All you do is you receive the rags. You receive Jesus' rags. All you do is just receive. He approaches you. He comes to you. He proposes to you. He gets on a knee and says, will you marry me? Will you love me? Because I love you. You're my beloved. You belong to me. I'm passionate about you. I've seen you. I've known you. I knitted you in the womb. I tattooed you on my hand. Before the earth was made, I knew about you. I saw you and I fell in love with you. Those are the words that he says in God's scripture. It's a love letter written to you. Read them. They're spoken to you. He's crazy about you. And so many of you are sitting here tonight saying, I just don't feel that. I feel so unloved. I feel like I annoy my parents. I annoy my siblings. I annoy my teachers. I fail in class. I fail in sport. I fail all over the place. Do you see me, Mikey? Do I, do I look like someone who could do anything in this world? And God says, I don't care about any of that. God says, this is my child who I love, who I'm well pleased with, who my favor rests and my blessing rests upon. And we say, God, there's no way you can love me. There's no way. There is a way. It's Jesus. You need Jesus. If you receive Jesus, if you receive him as your Lord and Savior, you're loved beyond measure, beyond comprehension beyond comprehension it's magical it's mysterious it's a miracle you need Jesus I want you to have Jesus 